This is episode number 68 of the Unfolding Words podcast. Do you believe? My name is Antracia Moorings, and welcome to my weekly podcast where I share biblical truth to offer life for your walk and life for your soul. It's that time of week again where I open up the Word of God to share goodness from the scriptures. And my goal is always to offer you a taste so that you will have a hunger for more of God's Word and seek to dive in deeper on your own or with your friends. This episode was birthed out of some family time that we spend in the Word during the weekdays. So for those of you who don't know, I homeschool my three kids and we have been listening to the audio version of the Bible, walking through the book of Matthew. And as we were listening, I noticed so many questions that Jesus asked. So I'm going to start a series of sorts where we take a closer look at some of these questions that Jesus asks of people in the Bible and how those questions pertain to us. So the first question is, do you believe? And this word believe comes from the Greek word pistuio, and it means faith, and it's derived from a Greek word which means to persuade or to be persuaded. It's to have a confidence, and it's used of persuading oneself with the sacred significance of being persuaded by the Lord. So bottom line, it means having faith. So in the Bible, many people came to Jesus asking for something, a miracle, healing, a free lunch. And it's interesting how Jesus challenged them with a question to expose their motives as they came with request to him. So did they want to hand out and do they want to be front row and center to see a spectacular show? Or did they truly believe that Jesus was who he said he was and that he could do what he claimed he could do? So we're going to be camped out in Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 31, and I'm going to be reading out of the ESV. And it says, And as Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus sternly warned them, see that no one knows about it. But they went away and spread his fame through all that district. So if you back up to the beginning of chapter 9, you would see the impact of Jesus' ministry in Capernaum. From the moment he stepped out of the boat onto Capernaum ground, people came to him in droves. The healing of the leper and the centurious servant, along with the crowds in the house of Peter, had given the people hope. So we find in Matthew 9 and 28 that Jesus asks the question of the two blind men who have come to him for help. Jesus had just performed two miracles. He had healed a woman who had suffered bleeding for 12 years, and he had raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. Both of these healings were performed instantly because of the people's faith. If you remember, the woman touched the hem of his garment. She didn't even ask anything of Jesus. She just touched the hem of his garment and believed that she was healed already. And in the case of Jairus's daughter, Jesus told the man, don't be afraid, only believe, after people told him that his daughter had already passed away and there was no need to ask Jesus to come to the house. So we see that the ingredient was belief. And as Jesus leaves Jairus's house, the blind men follow him calling out, son of David, have mercy on us. 
And when Jesus reached the house that he was going to, they followed him inside. And this is when he asked the question of them. So like many of Jesus' questions, at first glance, it seems like a strange thing to ask because it's obvious that the blind men have faith because they come to him. They had witnessed Jesus' power and the other miracles he has just done. Of course, they couldn't see this for themselves, but they would have heard the reaction of the crowd, which resulted in them believing in his power. And they showed an amazing persistence and determination. So we don't know how far Jairus' house was from the place where Jesus was staying, but they followed him all the way. That couldn't have been easy when you're blind, but they were bent on following him and making known that they wanted his help. Their words indicate that they have faith. They call Jesus son of David. This is a title that refers to the Messiah. So they clearly understand that he is the promised deliverer sent from God. And they followed Jesus right into the house where he was staying. They were clearly not going to give up. So this is like following a visiting evangelist to his hotel room saying, I need a blessing. This is what these blind men were doing. So when Charles Spurgeon, the great theologian, preached on this passage, he made a suggestion that you place the emphasis on the last word of the sentence of Jesus's question. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? Jesus was asking more than whether they believed in the power he had just shown in other people's situations or even that whether they believed in this theory that he was the Messiah. He was asking whether they believed that he had the power to do this right now for them. And I think it sometimes can be easy to believe the theory of who Jesus is. Like we know he's the creator of the world. We know that he's able to do miracles. We understand all of that in theory, but it can be harder to believe that he wants to work in your life and in your situation. Anyone else out there like that? I know I am. But this is the kind of faith that Jesus is looking for. And it's the kind of faith that the blind men displayed. Their answer, yes, Lord, we do. And Jesus touches them and he heals them and says, because of your faith, it will happen. And this is a challenge to me. Do I believe that Jesus is able to do this, insert whatever this is for me? Do I trust him for whatever I need? And you can ask yourself this too. Do you trust Jesus for whatever you need? Your family problems, your healing, your forgiveness, for him to answer your prayers and work in your circumstances. Can you believe him for this? It's one thing to see it in the scriptures, but it's another to walk it out practically in our everyday life. And I believe this is what Jesus's question was pointing to. God holds supreme power to heal and change situations, but often our faith is part of this equation. And it's not that our faith is the only thing that makes it happen, but our faith and belief in God is a big part of it. In Nazareth, Jesus's power was limited because of a lack of faith. Mark 6 and 5 says, and he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. So these two blind men desired to have their eyes opened. They both stood before the Lord, unable to see him, but he could see them. And he asked them a question that would reveal their hearts. Believe you that I'm able to do this. Their answer to this question would determine the outcome. And the question has everything to do with faith, not with God's ability. 
It would have been easy for Jesus to ask them about their sin or their character, their past, but he didn't ask them whether they had tried various means of getting their eyes opened. He didn't ask them how they got there because whether they had or had not sought other means to cure their blindness, clearly they were still blind. Jesus had a simple question that would reveal something big. Did they believe that he, the son of David, could heal them? Clearly this emphasis isn't on God's ability, but on their faith. So though they had followed him and cried after him, he required of them an open profession of their faith in regard to his power. And that right there is everything. Will we openly profess that we believe that God is able to do this? That's the question. And then they said unto him, yes, Lord, we have no doubt of this. We have to come with that same kind of assurance. They were saying, essentially, we have followed you with our belief. And it was on this simple profession of their faith that the miracle was performed, just like it's the simple profession of our faith that our souls are saved. Same principle. So when we come to God with our CVS receipt length request, any of you shopped at CVS and you know how long those receipts are. So when we come to God with a lengthy request, Jesus is asking us the same question. Do you believe? Jesus said in Matthew 21 and 22, if you believe you shall receive whatever you ask for in prayer, but let us not be like those double-minded ones in James chapter one, verses six through eight, who doubt and are like the wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Instead, let our response to him be like that of the demon possessed boy's father who replied in Mark nine and 24, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. So we can come to God honestly and say, Lord, I believe, but I've got some little pockets of my heart where unbelief exists. So we can be honest with him and say, Lord, I believe I really do. But there's just one little part of me where the unbelief wants to sneak in. So we just come to God honestly and let him know God is more than able to do extraordinary things for you, but you must trust him to do them. And the measure of your trust will dictate the measure of how much you will experience his ability to do those things in your life. So in other words, you can say, like it says in Matthew nine twenty eight and 29, it can be summarized like this. The Lord says, I am able according to your faith. So if you believe him, then he's able. So again, Jesus healed the blind men in response to their faith. But let me add this. Faith does not guarantee healing. We know that. We see it all the time. And it doesn't happen for every individual. But in this passage, the men simply proclaim their faith by saying, yes, Lord. Our yes, Lord is very powerful. Spurgeon said this. He touched them with his hand, but they must also touch him with their faith. And the same stands for us. In the book of Matthew, there are a number of times when believing in God resulted in God moving through that faith. The leper of Matthew 8 verses 1 through 4 showed faith because he absolutely knew that Jesus was able to heal his leprosy. The centurion in Matthew 8 verses 5 through 13 had such a great faith that Jesus openly praised it as great faith that he had not found among the people of Israel. Oh, that that would be my testimony. The disciples failed in faith when they were in the storm on the Sea of Galilee. We see this in Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 and 27. And as I mentioned before, the woman with the issue of blood was healed by her faith. God says the same to us today. Do you believe? 
And there is much to be gained from God through our answer to his question. And there's a lot that we don't receive because it is never grasped with faith. So how much have we missed out on God just because we have not had enough faith to believe him? In the Expositor's Bible Commentary on Matthew, D.A. Carson says this, According to your faith does not mean in proportion to your faith, as in so much faith, so much sight, but rather, since you believe, your request is granted. So it's not like because we only have a little faith, we only get a little bit of God because we know that a mustard seed of faith is a lot in God's sight. So let's look at these two blind men again, because their reaction is worthy of notice. They had the faith to follow Jesus. This meant that they had to forsake other paths. Maybe they were seeking medical attention somewhere else or others had given directions, but they decided to follow Jesus. They had the faith to cry out. They were willing to form their words into their desire. And they had the faith to shout, to make some noise. They were not afraid to be embarrassed. They also had the faith to identify Jesus as the son of David. They named him as the Messiah. This is a big deal because there's only one Messiah and they understood that. They had the faith to ask Jesus for mercy, knowing that they didn't deserve healing. And they had the faith to believe that Jesus was able to heal them. And most importantly, they had the faith to say, yes, Lord, when Jesus asked them that pointed question, do you believe? When Jesus issued this challenging question, the blind men answered in true faith, saying, yes, Lord. And in the Greek construction, this answer carries a strong affirmation. It carries a tone of certainty. The men had no doubt that Jesus could heal them, unlike many of us today. They believed Jesus was the son of David, which indicated that even though they were blind, they had begun to open their spiritual minds. In Hebrews 11 and 1, it's, as we know, a very popular passage of scripture on faith. It defines faith as confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now, these men couldn't see Jesus, but they had an assurance about who he was. And it says this is what the ancients were commended for. So what was the faith of our forefathers? God gave them a promise that was according to his plan and his will. And he sustained them. He helped them. He carried them in the palm of his hand. And their role was to simply believe what God had given them. John six forty four says, no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them. Here we see that Peter confessed Jesus is the Messiah. And Jesus replied, this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my father who is in heaven. And first John five and four says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So faith is not naming and claiming a blessing, but it's a process where we seek to find what God's will is and his promises for us. It's trusting God to be very personal with regard to what he has for us. And then it's an absolute trust in what God gives. So we have to be like these blind men. We cannot just believe because of the emotion of the crowd. Like I mentioned, these people had just seen a woman healed. They had just seen Jairus's daughter or heard about Jairus's daughter being raised. So you can imagine that the emotion levels were on high. But these men believed because of their faith. 
They didn't see any of this. They did not see this woman healed. And Jesus did not come to them as one of the multitude. He came to them face to face, one on one, where he could test the truth of his words without the sway of the crowds around them. In his book, The Weight of Glory, C.S. Lewis noted how believers often underestimate the fullness of what God has for us. He wrote this, if we consider the staggering nature of the rewards promised in the Gospels, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong, but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures, like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. So the Lord is saying to you today, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And your reply should be, yes, Lord, a very emphatic, yes, Lord. And then he will say, according to your faith, it will be done to you. How strong is your faith? When Jesus comes and asks you, do you believe I can do this? Fill in the blank. How will you respond? Do you believe he can do anything or do you doubt it? Just a little food for thought. That wraps up this episode of Unfolding Words. If this podcast has enriched your life in any way, would you consider partnering with me? Even a donation as small as $3 a month will help cover production costs as I seek to encourage women to discover the beauty of God's word. You can sign up for my Patreon page to support the show. I'll leave a link in the show notes. And as a thank you, I offer a percentage off coupon to my Etsy store. I so appreciate you taking time out of your day to join me. I never take that for granted that you push play. Thank you for tuning in this week to Unfolding Words. I'll see you back here next Monday. Until then, may God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you.